If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. When it comes to picking the perfect treats for your dog, Stuart makes the choice easy by keeping it real. Real ingredients, real nutrients, real benefits. Stuart dog treats are free from additives, corn, soy, wheat, and grains. Plus, they're freeze-dried to lock in all the great nutrition and natural flavor your furry friend deserves. Stuart freeze-dried dog treats. Big, tail-wagging nutritional benefits. Available on Amazon.com today. Give people a couple beers and, and a little kid singing, and they'll just give you their money. Like, all <laughs> I can go. think of right now is the line from Sweet Home Alabama where she says, You have a baby in a bar. Uh huh. Yeah. That was you. It was me. Hi there, I'm Chris Young. I'm Carrie Underwood. Jimmy Allen here. And I'm Brooke Eden. Season two of Country Heat Weekly starts now. Hello, friends, and welcome to a brand new season of Country Heat Weekly. I'm Kelly Sutton, and we are in Nashville at Amazon Studios on Music Row. I'm Amber Anderson, and we love being right in the heart of Music City each week, keeping you up to date on the latest music, news, and sweet tea being spilled in country music. Kelly and I both work in the industry, and that gives us insight into what the stars are doing and what it means for country music fans like you. And like us, we both chose Nashville because we love country music so much. We've been friends for years, and once a week, we get together and catch up. We chat with an artist friend, and basically, you get to hang out and listen to it all. It's been a couple of weeks since season one ended. So, Amber, what have you been doing in your downtime? What haven't I been doing? I know. You're road tripping (laughs) everywhere. Everywhere. But I have this just itch to just kind of get out and see friends. And while I have some downtime, so it's been nice. I went to Florida. I went to the Carolinas with my parents. I've just been organizing and cleaning up my closet, stuff like that, trying to be productive and also working in a little fun. Lots of sports. Lots of sports. You've been to so many Braves games. So many Braves games. A lot of Nashville SC games. And I love every bit of it. But the highlight was going to Gatorland. The highlight was going to Gatorland. (laughs) If anybody knows me, I love alligators and I love Gatorland. So if you've not been to Gatorland in Orlando, Florida, you should go. Kelly, what have been your highlights? I have been hosting a lot of Opry shows. There were four hosts total, and three of them were down. So it was just me. They went deep in the bullpen for me, Amber. Oh, oh my gosh. And it was back-to-back Opry shows, but it was amazing. I got to do a Bluegrass Nights at the Ryman Auditorium with Daly and Vincent, which was amazing. I got to go to the lake with some friends. We did a lake trip. It was all girls. Love that. Yes, and lots of fun. Twelve girls in one big, beautiful home on 
the lake. And then I have just been mom taxi running back and forth. You know, I've got a theater kid that has a lot of rehearsals coming up for a very big show. So yeah, it's just been a lot of the, like, let's wrap up summer with a big, beautiful bow. I love it. Yes. Same same here. And I, I caught that baseball reference. I liked it. Thank you. Even the bullpen. I like it. I, I was like trying. It. <laughs> now we're back together and we've got so much great stuff to share with everyone. Remember, this is your show too. We love getting messages about what you want to hear. So use the hashtag Country Heat Weekly in your social media post to join in on the conversation. Our center stage guest this week is Brooke Eden, who is just a ray of sunshine. She has such great energy and a really grounded outlook on life. She's been through some stuff. And the lessons that she has to share are applicable to so many people. I think people are really going to be inspired by her story. Absolutely. And we also get the behind the scenes scoop on the making of her new EP, Choosing You, which we should point out is not the name of a song on the project. Two songs on this EP are are very self-empowering. They're kind of like, you know, pulling yourself out of something that is no longer... Uh, good for you. And then three of the songs on this are love songs. And I was like, how do I bring this vibe together? You know, it's not one theme only. I was in the car with Hill one day and I said, you know, this sounds kind of wild, but I realized that in choosing you, I was actually choosing myself. And I feel like that's what this EP really encompasses. Brooke shared with us some incredible experiences from performing as a child and reflects on the impact our Rediscover artist, Jody Messina, had on her and her elementary school bestie, Cassidy Pope. I love that we are celebrating Jodi. I know the new Cole Swindell song is bringing her back up in people's minds, but she's an amazing woman. So strong. Back in 2019, she performed on the stadium show at the CMA Fest, and at that time, she was in the thick of her cancer battle. I have been buried with trying to stay alive, and so you feel forgotten because every day you're trying to get through tests, or you're trying to get through screenings, or you're trying to... I have seven and ten-year-old boys, I am a single mom now, and so my life never stops. We love strong women on this show. Mm -hmm. We'll also explore some hot new music on the Country Heat playlist, have some fun with our weekly game of Who Said That, and ask the stars what you really want to know in our burning question. Right now, though, we need to get caught up on all the country music headlines. We're jumping into the frying pan to find out what's cooking. Kelly, there's a heat wave going on. The idea of jumping into a frying (laughs) pan, I cannot. (laughs) Not good. So much has happened in the past couple of weeks, but we're just going to hit a few highlights that we have some strong thoughts on. It's so hard to be off work and have news come out that we need to talk about. Right? (laughs) Because now we're used to sharing these conversations with everyone listening. Right. What's top of your list? Okay, CMA TV special. It's airing next week, and the lineup is packed. Yeah, more than 30 performances recorded at the Nissan Stadium show, including a bunch of special collaborations. Of course, you know, I'm excited about Old Dominion being on the lineup. Same. (laughs) And the Lady A collaboration with Breland. Same. Both of those (laughs) happened the night I hosted the stage, so it will be really fun to relive those. Oh, and when Carly Pierce brought out Winona, that will be part of the show, too. I have loved the Judds forever. We're all Kentucky girls, and when thinking about it, 
I just wanted to ask Wynonna. Wynonna has become a friend and I just wanted to ask her if she'd do it with me. She's never sang this song with anybody else other than her mom. Um, we're singing Why Not Me, which was such a special song to me. And she was my first concert when I was eight years old. So this is the most full circle wild thing. What are you looking forward to? Okay, I do love collaborations. So I'm looking forward to seeing what L King and Ashley McBride are like together. Mm-hmm. The Zach Brown Band and Darius Rucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, so many of our favorites are in the lineup, like Brothers Osborne, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett. It's going to be a three-hour showcase for country music like none other. That's one of the things Dustin Lynch brought up when we talked to him, how it puts these country stars in front of people who might not have ever listened to country music before. Oh, sure. I mean, a network audience of this size, you're getting a lot of folks that don't know who we are as artists, all of us. Uh, What's country music? I kind of like that. Maybe they find one song they like, and then... Uh, that ter- kind of snowball effects into them liking country music as a whole, and then they become a country music fan and buy concert tickets. CMA Fest airs next Wednesday, August 3rd on ABC. It's co-hosted by Dirk Bentley and L. King, and Dirks will be here center stage on the podcast next week to get us all hyped up and ready. Okay, moving on. Did you see that there's a new Shania Twain documentary out? Oh, yes, I did. And it is on my must-be-watched list for sure. It's interesting to me because Shania is like this oddly private person. She's very much an introvert. We don't see pictures of her son, Asia. She doesn't do a lot of interviews either. So this is going to be a great look into her career. I watched the trailer, and it has a lot of early footage and old TV interviews. I mean, it's must-see TV for Shania fans. Our girl Kelsey Ballerini offers commentary along with Lionel Richie. It looks so good. It's called Not Just a Girl, which, duh, Shania, we know you're a woman. Okay, it's now on Netflix, and there's a companion album called Not Just a Girl, The Highlights, which has 18 tracks. So you'll have all of her hits in one place. Speaking of albums and Kelsey, we finally have more info on Kelsey Ballerini's upcoming album that she teased us about at CMA Fest. It's called Subject to Change, and it comes out September 23rd. Or will it? Wait, is there tea to be spilled that I don't know about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, wouldn't it be the best marketing stunt ever to have an album called Subject to Change, Change Release Dates? (laughs) Seriously. Well, only if it comes out early. Okay. We want it. We want this album. Kelsey's also doing a three-week headlining tour around the album release. It kicks off at Radio City Music Hall on September 24th, but the closest it gets to us is Atlanta. Road Road trip! Oh, okay. Speaking of road trips, we're going to Texas. Yes, we are. The Academy of Country Music has announced the 2023 ACM Awards are moving to Dallas next year. But... It's staying on Amazon Prime Video. Yay! Okay, y'all should have seen the way our group chat blew up when the news was announced. Also, they're moving to May next year. So Thursday, May 11th of 2023. The venue is also interesting. You'll remember in 2015, the ACMs were in Dallas and it was at the Cowboys Stadium, which is huge. Mm -hmm. So next year, it's going to be at their practice facility. I'm going to need you to put on your sports hat and explain that to me. (laughs) Well, I mean, anybody that's out there that's a Cowboys fan or knows anything about the Cowboys, they don't do anything small. Right. Ever. True. So, okay, let's see. How basic do I need to go here? You know that the Cowboys don't practice at AT AT&T Stadium, right? They have a whole separate practice facility. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But I just never heard of a practice facility that has a concert stage. Well, like I said, it's the Cowboys. So, you know, (laughs) it's going to be big and it's going to be beautiful. (laughs) 
<laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Exactly. Like, we're not just talking about some astroturf with a roof. It's a 12,000-seat indoor stadium. It's like a mini stadium. Wow. Okay, that's fun. Yeah. Okay, I blocked the whole week off on my calendar. Texas, here we come. It's time to check in on the Heat Index, which is where we dig into some of the really hot songs on the Country Heat playlist. So much new music in the two weeks we were off. Where do you want to start? How about the Zach Brown-Blake Shelton collaboration? I mean, who saw that coming? Not me. Not me. Sounds like a Blake Shelton song. Mm-hmm. I actually had to check the credits to see if Hardy was on it. It reminds me so much of God's Country. Was he? No. And you'll probably never guess which friend of the pod Zach wrote this one with. Mm, okay, somebody who's been on the podcast in the past? Yes. Eric Church? Nope. Tyler Hubbard? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I give up. Tell me. Luke Combs. <gasps> Really? I never would have guessed that. (laughs) But you know, when you hear Zach talk about the song, it does make sense. Out in the Middle is just Southern rock storytelling about being country and being proud of what it is. Living a simple life and working hard. A lot of country people that I know, they work hard, they take care of their family, they know how to have fun. And that's really what that song's about to me. It's just tip of the hat to all the people that live out in the middle of nowhere and are happy being there. So in other words, out in God's country. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay, we also have to talk about the new Kelsey Ballerini song, Love is a Cowboy. The first time I heard the song, I remembered something that Kelsey told us when she was center stage on the podcast during CMA Fest. I wanted to walk that line of of deep, country lyrics and and storytelling, but I I love, you know, I love pushing boundaries. I'm really proud of it. It's country. It's really fun to see and hear the traditional side of Kelsey. And I got to tell you, I'm here for it. Me too. I am too. But you know, the great thing about the Country Heat playlist is there's something for country music lovers of all kinds. Exhibit A, this new El King collaboration with Dax. Now, I didn't know Dax. To be honest, I was momentarily confused. Elle has collaborations with both Dirks and Dax on the playlist. And truly, I thought maybe it was Dax Shepard for I a know. second. <laughs> I did too. I'm like, wait a minute. So here's the lowdown. He's a Canadian rapper, and this song, Dear Alcohol, was already a hit. But then he collaborated with Elle on a countryfied version of it. Well, welcome to the country music party, Dax. (laughs) Elle will no doubt make you feel right at home. Now, other tunes that you need to check out on the Country Heat playlist include our bestie, Breland's fun jam, Natural, the Chris Young Old Dominion collaboration, Everybody Needs a Song, and Casey Musgrave's reimagined cover of Can't Help Falling in Love with You from the Elvis movie soundtrack. It's beautiful. It is insane. (laughs) So good. It's always a great mix of music, so make sure you check out the Country Heat playlist found exclusively on Amazon Music. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time to test your country music knowledge with a segment we like to call Who Said That? This is where we read you a quote and you guys get to guess who said it. And then when we come back from break, we'll play the audio to see if you were right. Okay, here we go. The quote is, if anyone sits up here and tells you touring is working for a living, they're lying to you. It's the sweetest, easiest thing I've ever got to do. Hmm. Well, that sounds like an artist with a really great crew around them. Right? (laughs) We'll tell you who it is after a quick break. What's up? This is Breland. This is Eric Church. Hey, y'all. Maren Morris here. And I'm Luke Combs. More Country Heat Weekly is on the way. We are back, and it's time to tell you who said that. If anybody sits up here and tells you that touring is working for a living, they're lying to you. It's the sweetest, easiest thing I've ever got to do. Garth Brooks! I told you it had to be somebody with a great crew around them. Mm -hmm. Because touring is a lot of work. Garth loves it, though. I mean, he wraps up the American leg of his stadium tour in Houston on August 6th, and then he starts packing for five sold-out shows in Ireland. Hey, I think we need a correspondent for these shows. So if you're up for it, tweet us using the hashtag Country Heat Weekly. Perfect. Brooke Eden is our center stage guest today, a fellow Floridian. (laughs) It's a long way from the South Florida Honky Tonks to the Opry stage, to the ACM Awards. That was the first time we saw her perform a new version of Just the Way with Parmalee and Blanco Brown, which they recorded as an Amazon original. Her idols are Shania Twain, Jody Messina, Patsy Cline, and Trisha Yearwood. And we have to talk to her about the historic moment she had with Trisha at the Opry last summer. In January of 2021, Brooke announced to the world she was a lesbian in a long-term committed relationship with a Music Row promotion executive named Hillary. And that May, the couple got engaged. We're totally getting all the scoop on the wedding, which happens this fall in Mexico. But most importantly, we're going to dig into her third EP, Choosing You, which is out this week. Congratulations. Thank you. On your new music. Thank you so much. Now, this is the third EP you've released, but there are a lot of people just discovering you with this new project. So let's introduce them to Brooke Eden, country singer. <laughs> what would you say your earliest memories of music are? I started singing in my dad's band when I was five years old in the Florida Honky Tonks. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So okay. The f- yeah, this is real. So <laughs> I have pictures and all. And I remember singing Any Man of Mine by Shania Twain, like on this dance floor of a bar called Rhinestones where my dad was playing. And I remember someone threw out a cowboy hat. 
and put it upside down and like started throwing dollars in it. And, and you I said, wait, <laughs> I said, I can make money doing this. I can sing and I can make people happy and I can make people dance and I can get paid for this. Like, this is amazing. This is it. Yeah. And I sang three songs that night and I think I came home with like $300. What? Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. I know. Give people a couple beers and, and a little kid singing and they'll just give you their money. Like, all <laughs> I can go. think of right now is the line from Sweet Home Alabama where she says, you have a, a baby, baby in, in a, a bar. bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was you. It was me. And it's so illegal, but not in Florida. Of course not. <laughs> Our lovely home state. Our lovely home Anything state. Anything goes. Ever. It really does. I love it. So when did you... Honestly, I mean, when you're a little kid, you're like, this is really it. Yeah. But when did that really settle in? Like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. This sounds crazy, but like, I always knew, like, kind of after that night of going and realizing that you actually could make money from this, I always knew that that's what I was kind of pursuing. Like, that was always what I was leading up to. So even like, I went to college knowing I'm going to college so I can go to Nashville. I always knew that this was like my biggest dream. So you went to Florida. I went to University of Florida. Go yes, Gators. I did. Go Gators. Go Gators. What's your degree in? It's in business. Okay. Yeah. Super helpful. I mean, there have been so many contracts that yeah. I have not signed because of my business degree. It has really helped me. You know, I, I feel like the audience wouldn't necessarily think about like, you know, you're running a whole team of people and... It's like you really do have to be a leader. You really do have to be a businesswoman. And so it it definitely helped me. Your self-titled EP, it was released in 2014 independently. Yes. And then a little more than two years later, you released Welcome to the Weekend. Yes. And it's been a little while. It has been a little while. Since we've got a project from you. So yeah. talk about this break that you've had. Did you ever, did you intend to take a break like this? And a lot of stuff's happened in your life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So many things so many have things. happened in my life since then. Yes. I met my fiance, yes. Hillary. And yeah, when we first met, it was just really scary. You know, for such a long time, they tell you like, you can't be gay and in country music. And I was told by like industry professionals in 2015 when when we met, like, hey, this just isn't going to work. You're going to have to keep this on the DL. Well, what happens when an open book like me keeps such a big part of their life on the DL, you get ulcers in your small intestine. Oh, girl. And yeah, I mean, it was literally wreaking havoc on my body, on my physical health, on my mental health. And my doctor was like, listen, I don't know what's going on in your life, but whatever is happening, you need to figure it out because you're not going to be able to continue to live this way for much longer. That was a light bulb moment for me. Yeah. And it was just like this big wake up call mm -hmm. of like, okay, I have to like, I have to choose. Am I going to be me or am I going to forget my entire dream and leave it all behind because I'm too afraid to be myself? I thought, you know what, if I can do both, if I can be myself and be a country singer, that's what I'm going to do. I took a few years off. It took a while for me to heal. And then I was just like, I felt like I wanted to reinvent myself because I did feel like I was a different person than mm -hmm. I was in 2016 when I released my last EP. I'm like, I'm a different person. I feel music different. I feel life different. I feel love different. Everything is different. And so I met with Jesse Frazier, who is a longtime co-writer, and he's now my producer. And I was like, listen, I want to create this sound that is soulful country. I want it to have like 
parts of 90s country that I grew up on, like steel guitar solos that just like make my heart sing. But I also wanted to have these like soulful moments of like my favorite music other than country music, which is soul, like Motown 60s and 70s Motown soul. And so we created this sound together and I started to create music that was really me. I was reading a book in in 2020 called Untamed by Glennon Doyle and she talked about integrity. And she said, integrity, you know, she just clearly defined it. Integrity is when you are to the world who you are to your friends and your close family in your house. And I'm like, oh, wow, I am living with zero integrity. And I was like, okay, I'm going to come out. I'm going to be myself. And I'm just going to see what happens. Hillary was like, finally. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yes, yes, finally. And then, yeah, finally, you know, came out in 2021 with music about love that I loved. And now I'm finally getting to put out a whole EP with a whole project of five songs that are just telling my story. And um, it's just, it's been, y'all, such a journey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I finally feel so comfortable in my skin. Were you always aware that you were gay and you were living in this life? Or was it when you met Hillary that it all kind of came to the surface? No. I mean, I did, I did date guys, you know, my whole life into my 20s. And I always just thought that I was broken. Like, I was like, these are wonderful guys. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, I just couldn't create like an emotional bond with them. In my early 20s, like, I was like, oh, like, maybe I'm attracted to girls. But then I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to be attracted to girls. Like, you're in country music. You're in Nashville. This is not how the South works. This is not how Christianity works. This is not how any of this works. Nope, we're not doing it. And then, y'all, I met Hillary and, like, everything made sense. Iconic moment that happened at the Grand Ole Opry. (gasps) Yes. Can we talk about this? Yes. So, June of 2021, Mm -hmm. Trisha Yearwood Icon. Icon. Comes out. Instead of doing she's in love with the boy, Mm -hmm. she said, let's change it. She's in love with the girl. Yeah. How did that all come about? So Hillary worked for Garth and Trisha for five years. Okay. And we have formed this like, I don't even know what to call them, like aunt and uncle kind of a thing, maybe. I don't know. Trisha's our bestie. So, but like Garth is like dad, you know, he's like, if you ever get a a flat tire on the interstate, you call me. Yeah. I'm like, I'll probably call Triple A. You know, like I'm probably not going to call Garth Brooks, but like that is really his demeanor, you know? And Trisha's just like, I mean, you guys know, just the funniest, Mm -hmm. wittiest, kindest human ever. She called me and she's like, listen, I have a crazy idea. Go with me. I'm like, okay. She's like, it's the 30th anniversary of She's in Love with the Boy. And ever since I sang that song for the first time, I had fans come up to me after the show and say, don't tell anybody, but I sing He's in Love with the Boy or I sing She's in Love with the Girl. And she said, I just think it would be so cool if we could change the words to She's in Love with the Girl to celebrate Pride Month. It was June. And also celebrate your engagement and just sing it for everyone. You know, and I was just like, wow, this is a this is amazing that you would even think of this. Where do you want to do it? And she was like, at the Opry. And I'm like, are you sure? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And here's the thing. The people who run the Opry are incredible. Yes. Huge allies. Great people. Trust them with everything. But the audience at the Opry can be quite eclectic, Mm -hmm. you know, just Mm -hmm. from everywhere 
Lots of middle America, lots mm-hmm. of from everywhere, sometimes an older audience as well. Yep. And so I was just like, Trisha, like, what do we do about this? And she said, this is what pride is all about. She said, sometimes we're going to have to make people a little uncomfortable for their eyes and their hearts to open. Amen to that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it was really her that gave me the confidence to go forward with it. That's so special. Like people who have listened to country music their whole lives, but have never really seen themselves represented in country music. They're finally getting to see themselves and feel like they have an invitation to the party. And I'm a really inclusive person and I want everyone to be invited to the party. Same. Yeah. (laughs) So this is a good thing. (laughs) Yes. But wait a minute. You can't be making the list for the wedding then because your wedding would be huge. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, I know. This was a... This was a problem when we were oh, when I we bet. were making a guest list because Hillary's also extremely inclusive. It's a no. destination wedding in Mexico, right? It is. Oh, Playa del Carmen. Oh, that's good. Okay. It looks beautiful. Seen it on your socials. It's beautiful. We're so excited. We're just like basically, we're not doing a bachelorette party. Okay. We're not doing a honeymoon right away. We're literally going like, this is our bachelorette party and our wedding and our honeymoon. Perfect. A lot of people are coming for like a whole week. Oh, yeah. one okay. big, long party. One big, long party. Y'all deserve yeah. it. That's going to be fun. Thank deserve you. It. Thank you so much. So the new EP is called Choosing You. Yes, it is. And we mentioned in our intro that you co-wrote all five songs. I did. Yeah. yeah. So what was the timeline for when you wrote these particular songs? So most of these songs are written in the last two and a half years, except for Heartless. And that I wrote like six years ago. And it's just been one of those songs that have stuck around for a really long time for me. It's a song about me finally figuring out what it feels like to fall in love. And, you know, I I had spent my whole life thinking that I was heartless, that I was broken, that I had something wrong with me. And then I finally felt what it felt like to be in love. Left you for me. You performed it on the Today Show. Oh, yeah, you did. did. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I was starstruck. Was this your first national yeah. television performance? It was. Yeah, it was. So I'm standing there that morning. I woke up at 4 a.m. that morning. So then, yeah, they like send you in. You have your rehearsal. They, everyone, you kind of get comfortable with everything and everyone in the environment. And then, you know, you go get ready. Then they bring you back up. And then Al Roker shows up. <laughs> Y'all, I, like, Al Roker is like, like, my mom would be, like, making her chocolate milk, and I would be listening to Al Roker. Sure. You uh-huh. know? Like, every single day in mm-hmm. the morning, and all of a sudden, he's just, like, right next to you, and it's just <laughs> weird. I saw him, and I'm like, I'm starstruck <laughs> on TV. And we're so thrilled Brooke is here to tell us about it and perform her new single. Good morning, Brooke. Good morning, Al Roker. <laughs> oh, wow. Good morning, Al I've been watching you since I was a little kid. Oh, thank you. Thank you. June, Brooke, of course, it's Pride Month. My mom started sending in my tapes to the Today Show when I was five years old. Uh Like, yes. Like, dear Today Show, I have a really talented (laughs) five-year-old. This truly started happening at, like, such a young age for me that my mom was just like, and we're getting you on the Today Show. I love that you know. determination. Oh, yeah. And what a cool, like, full circle moment. Yes. And with this song that, like, this is 
my favorite single like song that I've gotten to to put out thus far. And it's meant so much in my life, this song. And then it's been really cool to like hear other people and how it relates to them mm-hmm. in their lives. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm standing here on the Today Show with my band, with my fiance here, with my family, you know, singing this song right now. And Al Roker. <laughs> yeah. Did you invite Al Roker to the wedding? <gasps> oh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you should totally invite him because I get he will totally send a great present, even oh if he couldn't come. Gosh. Dear Today Show, I'm inviting Al Roker to my wedding. Will you please send me his address? Thanks. Love, Brooke. <laughs> Sweet Al Roker. Slide into his DMs. He doesn't allow messages. You yeah. try. <laughs> She's like, I already tried it. No judgment at all. So funny. I love no judgment. Mm. So the music on this project yeah. is really empowering. And for the young girls out there, maybe who are questioning who they are and where they fit in, yeah. what song from this album do you want them to hear? Ooh, I'm really excited for them to hear Knock. I call it my big sister song because this is the song that your big sister sits you down and says, little sister, we got to change some things here. Knock is like a metaphor um, for your heart. You've been knocking on somebody's door for a long time. And they're just like not opening it and they're not allowing you to have the space in their lives that they're taking up in your life. Ooh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I totally think that all of us are probably guilty of being in relationships longer than we should because we're so invested and we're so like, we can do this, we can make this happen. And sometimes you need someone from the outside who loves you so much, who's seeing it from a different perspective to say, honey, you have done your best. It's time to cut the cord. So that's what knock is. You don't have to knock, knock, knock on a heart that opens up for you, baby, baby. The next segment in our show is called Rediscover. Rediscover. Yes, okay. and what, that's where we bring some older music back to the forefront and cool. really celebrate the music. So okay. today we're rediscovering Jody Messina. <gasps> I love Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> so can you tell us about her influence on you? Yeah. Okay. So Cassidy Pope, we grew up together since we were like nine and we had voice lessons together. And one of Jody Messina's songs, Bye Bye, we sang as a duet and we had like motions to it and oh the whole God. thing. Is there video of this? This video is You know, I need to find it. I need to see if we do have video of this because we have a lot of pictures. But anyways... I think that Jody Messina is one of the most underrated artists of all country history, 100%. Like, she sings her ass off. <laughs> and, yeah, I just think uh, I love that she had, like, some grit in her voice even in the 90s. And, uh, yeah, big, big Jody Messina fan. Listen, we are so excited for you. Thank you for helping us kick off season two of the podcast. Yes, congratulations, yes, thank you. Congratulations yes. to you. We love Amazing. you. So many good things. I big fans. love y'all so much. I was so excited to hear that we were getting to do this. Our Rediscover segment goes back in time to celebrate the music and artists who shaped country music. The 90s are really having a moment in country music right now. And today, we're going back to the very end of the last millennium to rediscover the music of Joe D. Messina. I mean... 
Cole Swindell kind of beat us to it when he recorded a new song with the same music as Jody's classic, Heads Carolina, Tales California. He told us about it when he was a guest on season one of Country Heat Weekly. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. And I think, as everybody knows, I love 90s country music. I don't think anybody thought that we'd have picked that one to kind of redo because it just, Jody Messina sang it. Like, what am I going to do? Sing that. But I, I think, you know, think about all the people that have gotten up at karaoke and sang that. The original version was the first single Jody put out into the world. It was from her self-titled debut album, and it was a big hit. Thanks, Cole, for introducing this song to a new generation of country fans. And now, we're going to help you dig in and learn more about the woman who won the CMA Horizon Award in 1999. Joe Messina was born and raised in Massachusetts, where she sang in musicals and plays. Now, during her teenage years, she fell in love with country music, thanks to acts like The Judds, Reba, and Dolly. When Jody was 16, she started singing in local clubs with her brother and sister playing drums and guitar. It was a family affair. That seems to be the theme for the show today. <laughs> Once she got to Nashville, Jody was discovered by a record producer who introduced her to Tim McGraw. Now, this would prove to be a valuable friendship over the years. Tim suggested to an executive from his label that they needed to sign a redhead. I mean, this was Reba's heyday in the mid-90s. <laughs> and Tim helped Jody get signed to Curb Records. Her debut album, released in 1996, featured two top 10 hits, Heads Carolina, Tales California, and the second single off the record, You're Not in Kansas Anymore. If you're thinking the song title sounds awfully familiar, you're right. It's a play on words from the classic movie, The Wizard of Oz. few years later, she took fans through a few twists and turns with her sophomore album, I'm Alright. The title track, as well as Bye Bye, were written by aspiring artist Phil Vassar. Both songs were super catchy, but I'm Alright gave us these relatable lyrics. I'm above the below and below the upper, I'm stuck in the middle where money gets tight, but I guess I'm doing alright. And now, I can't hear bye-bye without thinking about Brooke Eden and Cassidy Pope singing it in elementary school. <laughs> I so hope we can find that video somewhere. Me too, me too. I'm All Right, Bye Bye, and Stand By Me all spent at least two weeks at number one, making her the first female country artist to score three multi-week number one hits from the same album. And fun fact, the biggest hit of her career never hit number one. That's right. Lesson in leaving. Somebody's gonna give you a lesson in leaving. Somebody's gonna give you back what you've been given. And I hope that I'm around to watch them knock you down. Now, for our younger listeners, we should mention that song was actually a cover of Dottie West's 1979 classic. So it's great to see each generation of artists celebrating the music of the generation before them. Dottie to Jody and Jody to Cole. And someday, if the chain continues, there will be a new version of Single Saturday Night. Exactly. <laughs> okay, anyway, Lesson and Levin spent more than two months at the number two position. It just couldn't crack that number one spot. That's because Lone Star's mega hit Amazed was parked at the top for eight weeks. 
Oh, yeah. That song was unstoppable. Mm -hmm. We also have to shout out this song, Because You Love Me, from that album. It was not one of her biggest hits, but Carrie Underwood performed it when she was competing on American Idol. Now I do the things I do because you love me. Now, before we move into the 2000s, let's take a minute to celebrate Jodi's 1998 ACM Top New Female Vocalist Award and her 1999 CMA Horizon Award. Plus, she was named Billboard's Most Played Country Female Artist of the Year for 1999. This was all coming from the success of her first two albums. So, after we survived Y2K, <laughs> we got skinny jeans, mm-hmm. razor flip phones, yeah. mine was pink, Oh, black. Okay, okay. And the TV show Survivor. And the new century also brought us Jody's first number one album titled Burn. The title track also hit number one. This is a good time to bring up that friendship we mentioned earlier between Jody and Tim McGraw because the two of them recorded a duet for this record. That's right. Bring on the rain. It's a pop country ballad that topped the charts and it gets a lot of credit for the album selling more than a million copies. And it's one of my favorite country songs. It also earned them a nomination for both a Grammy and an ACM award. Tomorrow's another day. Okay, but when we talk about Jodi, there's another song that is one of my absolute favorites. It's actually another cover. Joe Diffie wrote and recorded a tune that would spend two weeks at number one for Jodi. And you know, we've all said this at least once since then. My give a damn's busted. Love that one. (laughs) Jody's contract with Kerr Records came to an end in 2012. But just two years later, she released her latest album, Me, independently. Yep. Just like the girl boss that she is, she made things happen without the help of a record company. She funded the album through a Kickstarter campaign. By this point, Jody had two boys, Noah and Jonah. Her youngest son, Jonah, even inspired one of the songs off the album. The writing process behind A Woman's Rant is something all mothers can relate to. It was written in the middle of the night when her baby couldn't sleep for more than two hours at a time. There's so many more Jody Messina songs to rediscover, so make sure you head over to Amazon Music to hear more from this feisty redhead who is also a kick-ass cancer survivor. She's still out on the road playing fairs, festivals, and casinos all summer long. And remember, we've been manifesting Jody coming out with Cole Swindell on stage to perform together at the CMA Awards. And we have a pretty good manifestation track record, so stay tuned.
Did we hit everything? Are we all caught up? I feel like we could do this for hours, <laughs> but the crew probably wants to go eat. Probably. Uh, the good news is we'll be back again to hang out and chat with everybody next week. Next week's show is going to be fun. We've got Dirks Bentley checking in from the Beers on Me tour. He'll be beaming in from the West Coast because he's got new music to talk about. Yeah, his new single Gold will be out to the world. So... We'll get all the backstory on the song, how the tour is going, and of course, a preview of the CMA Fest television special. If you have questions for Dirk, send them our way. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. We're constantly searching the hashtag Country Heat Weekly, so be sure to use that. Find and follow me at Hey, it's Amber A. And I'm the Kelly Sutton. Speaking of finding and following, make sure that you're doing that with the podcast so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. Spoiler alert, they do that each Thursday. See you back here then. Before we go, you get to eavesdrop on our nosy questions with country stars. Why didn't we call this segment that, nosy questions with country stars? <laughs> that would be good. But I think burning questions is a bit easier to say. That's true. And it goes with our hot theme here on Country Heat Weekly. Oh, fair enough. Okay. But we were nosy this week asking Dirk Spentley, Darius Rucker, Mackenzie Porter, and Russell Dickerson if they were morning people or night people. I'm not surprised this was unanimous. I'm just surprised it was unanimous with this answer. Definitely morning. Early, yeah. Morning. 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 We did get a little dissent from Travis Denning. More not both. Yeah, I don't sleep that much. Night person. I'm a morning person because I have to be. I do a morning radio show that gives me no choice. So yeah, I'm up at 4.30. What about you, Amber? Night person. <laughs> I don't function well before like 1 p.m. <laughs> Whether you're an early bird or a night owl, thanks for listening to Country Heat Weekly. Country Heat Weekly is a production of Amazon Music and Wondery. Executive producer is Melissa Locker for Nevermind Media. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Dethridge. Sound design by Tim Einenkel. Production assistance from Debbie Daughtry, Annie Reuter, and Madeline O'Connell. Our theme song, Country Time, was written and performed by Mia Byrne. The team for Amazon Music and Wondery includes Nathan Brackett, Michelle Kammerer, Emily Feld, Callum Plews, Emily Belote, and Jenny Tay. The executive producers for Wondery are Dave Easton and Marshall Louie. Critical production support from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Jake, Osmo, Abby, Dolly, and all of the other very good dogs out there. She was my rock from the very beginning. Like, she made love make sense. She made love songs make sense. She made rom-coms make sense. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. all of these things that I just didn't understand before. She made Taylor Swift make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Girl, teardrops on your guitar, like, leave him. He's a jerk. I'm Shimoliai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense thing you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost. But now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. 
Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.